This is the 117 Podcast with your host, Rafael Hernandez. Hello, my friends. I'm finally back. I want to apologize for being quite absent for the past two to three weeks. For those that don't know, I caught coronavirus alongside one of my brothers in mid-November and I was recovering. I wasn't feeling so bad. I had some a lot of muscle pain, some liver pain, uh, actually kidney pain, and it was quite bothersome. I had a little bit of a headache too, but I didn't have anything wrong with my throat, which is which is quite strange to say the least, but I'm glad that it was nothing serious, especially for my brother who has a, a problem with his heart. The, the, my, my older listeners already know this. So my whole family has already caught coronavirus and we are all immunized too. It's, it's a massive relief and now I'm back to recording the podcasts once or twice per week. So let us begin. I want to review the past week for Barcelona and I would like to start by saying that surprisingly this was the most peaceful week for Barcelona in months and it still was kind of a messy week because it ended with the with the defeat against Cadiz and it was a lot worse than we expected so one thing that I want to talk about before I begin to talk about the two matches that Barcelona played in the last week Tusquets needs to shut up uh, he has been a ridiculous managing committee president uh, since he took over it's really embarrassing how the how the elections are only going to start in in January and at the end of January so it gives him a lot of time to hiding hide what Bartomeu did at the club it's uh, it's a disgrace and I was really happy to see Koeman hitting back at Tusquets because Tusquets went uh, as far as saying that he he thinks that the club should have sold Messi because of the financial trouble and this this is just not the kind of thing that you say because it has already passed Messi is with us and he he's saying that I would say that he is simply indulging on his newfound fame by managing Barcelona it's embarrassing it's unprofessional and honestly I I just cannot wait for the new president to be elected and we don't hear anything more from him it was awful because he basically said that okay Messi we don't want you here and it, it was obvious for us for a long time now that the Bartomeu didn't want Messi at the club Hossel didn't want uh, him too and now Tusquets so business as usual for these despicable people so the win at Ferenc Varos well loaded with reserve players but it was quite impressive in my opinion because we had Mingueza actually performing quite well 
Sergino Dest was incredible and Dembele was the best on pitch. He was he was quite incredible and his form for the past few matches have has been great. But just a few good performances and there's already talks that the club is trying to renew his contract. We simply do not we don't have enough justification to renew Dembele's contract. I don't have anything against the guy, but ever since he has signed with Barcelona, he's, he has gotten injured 10 times. He has missed almost half of the matches that the club has played. He, for, for, the, for, the, for his wages and for what he delivers on pitch when he's not injured, I would say that I would never renew his contract. It's, it's, it's simply... It's simply about balancing things and Barcelona needs to clear its wage bill. So I'd say that selling Dembele for 40 or 50 million to cut our losses would be better than renewing him. Given the current situation, I would say that if the club was in a better financial situation, I would, I would hold on, wait a little bit more and see if he can come around good and not get injured constantly anymore but already another injured so yeah he he would be sold if it was up to me and there's already strong rumors from reliable journalists that Dembele is already setting up he running out his contract at Barcelona and going to Juventus uh, in 2022 so I would say it's not the player's fault, it's probably his encourage. He he is just very poorly advised. It's it's a sad situation. As for Bright White, he has really surprised me. His positioning has clearly improved Griezmann in every way. Griezmann has bounced back strongly after that interview when he aired his grievances with Valdano and Griezmann is not a player that I liked. I never really liked Griezmann. I always found him childish and it's it's he's just not the kind of profile that foot of footballer that I like. But his work rate and his commitment to the team is always beyond any doubt. What what he did for Atletico and how he's playing for Barca, he's always trying his best. I really respect that and you can clearly see by looking at Griezmann that he really cares. So Barcelona needs players that cares and Griezmann is one of them. So I'm going to support him strongly this season and maybe by next summer he can be sold or, or he will be kept in the team if Messi if Messi sold, if Messi is leaves, which is likely. So... I would say it's let, let let us just wait and see what happens with the Frenchman later. Well, the loss at Cadiz, as I as I said, it was simply a back to reality match because the the Frank Varos and the Dinamo and Osasuna wins were quite convincing victories. I'm not going to I'm not going to simply ignore that, but. It, they, the the three matches were simply not good opposition. It they they weren't great teams or greatly organized or had good players. And Cadiz is very different. They they are one of the they were one of the best teams in the second division 
last season and they were rightfully promoted and they have shown to be quite incredible in the in the first division this season so Barca were facing away one of the best and informed and most organized teams in in La Liga and we walked away with another embarrassing defeat with two glaring mistakes too and this has happened a lot the loss of focus players simply shutting down uh, Alba's throw-in to Lengle was embarrassing I'm not going to put anything on Ter Stegen this time it wasn't his fault it's on Alba and Lengle and we we have to we have to be honest beyond the, the footballers which many of them are just quite bad Alba is not good enough for Barcelona anymore and I would say that Busquets is not good enough anymore. I really respect him. He's one of the best players in the world. I would I would put him in the top five of the best players of the last 10 years. But he simply finished it. And this, it, this is really upsetting for me to say. Because I really love the guy. But it is what it is as our friend Valverde would say. And let's let's talk about Koeman. Koeman is completely out of his depth. It's it's been embarrassing. His his substitutions have been beyond ridiculous and you you have things like Des was the best on pitch against Cadiz and then he subbed off for for Trincão just because Koeman wants to play with six forwards again and what's up with that Koeman thinks he he's coaching a thing in the 1950s where where teams actually played with six or seven forwards yeah really they they used to play with lots of forwards especially the legendary Barcelona side of the 1950s also there's absolutely no positional logic behind all of the players, the, the the tactics are quite basic, and it's just not enough. Football has changed just too much after Guardiola coached Barca, and you can't just simply get away with simple tactics and not enough preparation. And that's what we are seeing with Quimen. He he simply he's simply not good enough, and we are seeing the results. And the worst thing of all is that we are going to have to endure this this coach that is not good enough for Barcelona for at least another two months just because Tuskets couldn't dignify himself to call for elections early. And he didn't call for elections early just because he didn't want to. Uh, let us be honest. And of course, I want to talk a little bit about Messi. Just three goals to surpass Pelé's record as the the player with the most goals for a single football club and I really want this for Messi this is the the record that I had been dreaming for him to break since 2012 and he has to it's just three more goals left I really want him to do it but he's completely out of it Messi keeps losing over 25 balls per match and his output ha hasn't been as as good as it was and because he's lacking focus it's not because Messi's finished it or anything of the sort let, let us not get into this nonsense it's just because he he's not comfortable on on pitch and off it and we have seen this affect his performances before it's it's all very sad to see but 
I think that Messi will at least get to three other goals and maybe he will leave in January, maybe he will leave at the end of the season, maybe he will stay. It's anybody's guess and I don't think that even Messi knows what he's going to do. With the two matches out of the way, I want to speak about other things that have that have happened with Barcelona for the past week and a few other football subjects too. Well, we have discovered that Barcelona knew Untiti had problems with his knees since he was 17 years old and Xavi Campos, who is very reliable, he's one of the best Catalan journalists around, he revealed that not only the club knew about Untiti's knee problems, the medical department of the club actually advised the club not to renew his contract and Bartomeu simply ignored what the medical department was saying and renewed him. So now we have Untiti earning over 13 million per, per year, doing absolutely nothing but to play influencer on Instagram or whatever he does the he does these days and it's so it's a very sorry situation but this is completely on Barcelona now we know it's it's awful and then we get to Pique's injury we know that it's serious we already have the legendary Dr. Ramon Cugat saying that Piquet should operate, but Piquet has refused to operate and he wants to to try something. He wants to try recovering without being operated on his knee. And this is this will likely bounce back, even though I understand why Piquet doesn't want to operate. He is already getting older and he likely have fears that he's not going to fully recover if he has an operation but it's two risks and i think that the he he's certainly afraid of the of the current situation it's it's difficult but i think that we might start we should starting to come into terms that we won't see piquet playing for barcelona anymore or at least not seeing piquet perform at his best for barcelona It's it's a bit of a sorry end for, for his career, but we haven't had many reasons to smile regarding Barca recently, and damn, this hurts a lot, honestly. Well, speaking of elections, well, finally we have a salary deal with the players, over 172 million were, euros were saved in wages, and another 50 million were delayed in bonuses. So this was good news, but the players were simply, they had their hand forced because Tuskets simply delayed the elections. And we already have the announcement that Laporta is running. He has given half a dozen great interviews all around. He is the, the president that was responsible for the most successful Barcelona side of all time. We have a lot to, to thank and to praise the man and he he is the one of the most qualified candidates to to become Barcelona president alongside Victor Font and I would say that I would be happy if any of these two are elected because they have good intentions for Barcelona's future that's all that matters we can't have another we can't have Tony Freixa or Hussod or any any kind of these leech candidates actually getting elected 
So let's hope for the best. And I really think that it's Fonto Rapport getting elected. I'm not worried about the other candidates because the club's a mess. And even the, the Dumber club members know why. And we can forget big signings because we have seen a lot of talk of, okay, oh, Neymar might come back or we could have Haaland in the near future. But guys, really, we have to pay over 400 million by next August and we don't have the money. We are we are trying to desperately cut the, cut the wage bill. We simply don't have money. We are we almost declared bankruptcy. So honestly, let us forget big signings right now. We won't see Barcelona making big signings next year because there is no money. We might see it in 2022, but not next year. We have to work with this reality. The only the only thing that we can see next year is maybe a f uh, a few signings by a, with a very low price or free agents. And of course, I would dream of Alaba, but because he also dreams of playing in Spain. But we don't have money for for his wages. He's asking over 15 million in wages. We we simply don't have that money. Well, to finish this podcast, I want to talk a little bit about Real Madrid. And they are as bad as Barcelona right now. It's it's really embarrassing how poor they have been. And of course, this this is a Barcelona podcast, so we can simply laugh because Barca are in a worse position than Real Madrid. Absolutely, but they are awful. And they have the the key match against Borussia Mönchengladbach and the. This week, I'm rooting for René Maric, who is Marco Rowe's assistant, so to actually beat Real Madrid and knock them out of the Champions League. Yes, absolutely, that, that, that's what I want. But I want to talk about the who's the who's the favorites for the league too. Atleti are the favorites. They just conceded two goals in the league so far. It's ridic a ridiculous and fantastic defensive record. But... Really, it's it's La Liga's lowest point in over 15 years. We hadn't seen the Spanish league in such sorry state in terms of quality in ages. It's really awful, and we have Javier Tebas just talking talking sh uh, about about PSG or whining about Manchester City, pretending that La Liga hasn't lost a lot. When Neymar and Cristiano left, and La Liga is going to lose even more when Messi leaves. So, yeah, it's it's a tough reality for the entirety of Spanish football, and I really hope that Zidane sticks around because if Pochettino signs for Real Madrid, they are bound to get a lot better. And mark my words. Uh, we would be in trouble because they are still favorites for the league because they simply have VAR on their side and lots of shady decisions and they simply are better at winning when they play poorly. Barcelona haven't played well and they haven't won, so they have the edge, but Atletico are the favorites. Well, this is, this is it, guys. This is my Barcelona weekly review. I'm going to be back here next week again talking about Barca's week. See you in a week and take care, my friends. Have a good week. This was the 117 Podcast.